0: Welcome to the next edition of Morgan You Asked For Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It is about 8 o'clock on Thanksgiving morning. I am at my parents' house, um, a little bit smaller group than normal uh, with the COVID restriction and everything, but just our real immediate family here at my parents' for today. Um, Hopefully everybody is able to get together with who you can, and if you cannot, you can Zoom or virtual meet, however your family decides to do it. Hopefully everybody's staying safe and making the best choices uh, for themselves and their families this holiday weekend. You know, the, one of the best times about this year, this time of year, is just the amount of sports and everything. There's really sports, you know, most of the day today. There, there's NFL football and then some, there's, there is some college basketball. Um, tomorrow is full of college basketball, college football. Saturday is full of, again, college basketball, college football, and then Sunday will be uh, some college basketball along with the NFL. So, you know, for the people that listen to this podcast, myself, sports fans and everything, this is one of the best times of year, um, you know, hopefully you're, you know, not hopefully, but if you are in a position where you're not working today or tomorrow, Saturday or Sunday, and you want to fill that time up with uh, sports, there's plenty to watch and plenty to pay attention to. If you are one of those people that are working, um, you know, in retail, I know it's going to be a different year for you, but hopefully everything goes well. And then, if you're on the front lines or first responders that have to work uh, in order to keep um, just everything going—police uh, officers, nurses, doctors, hospitals—you know, whatever you know it might be—keep doing your thing. We appreciate you, and we th- we are thankful for you. Okay, this episode is our Cyclone episode. Of the week. Uh, we're going to preview Iowa State at Texas Friday, and then Iowa State basketball men open up uh, on Sunday at noon. The women opened up yesterday against Omaha and won by about 25. Uh, big news there is Coach Finley is on a 14 day quarantine because he was exposed to COVID. Uh, as of today, or that I know of, he has not tested positive, but he is just doing the quarantining uh, that is required by the CDC. Uh, They didn't miss a beat. Um, He's hoping to be back uh, for the December 5th or 6th game when they play number one South Carolina, which I actually just saw this morning. They won a game 119-7 to uh, yesterday. Um, So they're obviously really, really good. But you don't want to see that on anybody either. So hopefully he uh, stays uh, healthy and and he can get back as soon as he he can. But now let's talk about Cyclone football. You know, the biggest question that, you know, I've heard other, you know, talk radio shows and just people in general, is this the biggest game in Iowa State history? Well, in my opinion, it probably is, um, just because of what is in front. If you win on Friday, that'll, you know, be done about 3 o'clock or whatever, 2.30. Um, you essentially get into the Big 12 title game. You know, I think there are some circumstances where you wouldn't, uh, but almost certainty doesn't even matter what happens uh, the next week or to anybody else you are in. Um, If you lose, there's a long way to go before you can get in. So the ramifications of a win or a loss are just insurmountable. And, you know, if you win, then you would be expected to win against West Virginia the next week. um, You would go into the big 12 title game as the number one seed, the home team and, you know, you're going to have a great chance to win. Now, if if I had to make a guess right now, I'm going to say Oklahoma is going to be the other team. They're playing really, really well. Um, you know, unfortunately, their game this week got postponed against West Virginia, so you know the timeline is getting extended out, where you may not know who is all getting into that Big Twelve title game until later, and that's why they moved that game back to December 19th to give them a little bit more flexibility in these games because Oklahoma this week had some COVID issues. Um, let's just, kind of go over a few things here, 11 AM Friday at Texas in Austin on ABC. So nationwide audience in the morning, Friday morning, you know, um, you know, first place in the big 12 right now, first time ever in Thanksgiving, uh, in recent times, um, obviously with being in first place, you control your own destiny, you know, um, And then, you know, here's just some kind of things that I think that need to happen uh, in the game on Friday for the Cyclones to be successful. Uh, Brees Hall needs, you know, around 150 yards and a couple touchdowns. Um, You know, he has to, we have to control the game with our offensive line and our running game. You know, I don't think this team is ready for Brock Purdy to throw it, you know, 40 times and win a football game now. If we have to, I think he has the ability to do that, but we don't want to do that. I heard some people talk about Texas wants to have this game in a little bit of chaos, you know, kind of run and gun, one or two plays in a score, um, you know, turnovers, things like that. Iowa State wants it, you know, very smooth, know what's happening. And I think that just comes from your head coach. I think that's just, you know, Matt Campbell doesn't live in chaos. I think everything is planned. Everything is calculated. Tom Herman, uh, maybe a little bit more chaos. I, I don't think he wants it that way, but that's just the way it is. Um, then, you know, also there's a lot of Iowa state ties to that Texas team right now. Tom Herman was the offensive coordinator. Um, Chris Ash was there a couple different times, um, at, on staff at Iowa state. Yancy McKnight was a strength coach. Um, you know, there's this, you know, those Tom Herman did bring some of those Iowa State guys in, and made those relationships, uh, you know, between Iowa State and Ohio State and then has taken them to Texas. Uh, Chris Ash, I know really well. He's from where I work. And then he was, I, I kind of worked with him one-on-one when I was at Iowa State there. So, um, you know, I want him to do well in every game, but this one it's one of those. All right, so yep, uh, Bre- Brock Brock Purdy has to play very smart. He cannot have turnovers. You know, I'm not. You know, will he throw an interception? If I had to make a guess here on Thursday morning, I will say yes, but it can't be a pick six, and it has to. It can't be what I would say. You know, kind of a dumb play. You know, sometimes the other team makes a great play on a ball. Receiver falls down, runs a wrong route. There's things that happen there, but it can't be a a mistake, a mental mistake, uh, on his part. Um, and then obviously like no fumbles or anything. Um, and then offense just control the ball, you know, run the ball 150 yards from Brees, you know, and then can and then Jarrell Brock, who's getting more and more playing time, um, as the season has gone on, uh, just fill in as needed. Um, I think only having him with 15 carries last week is really going to be beneficial for this short week ahead. Um, defensively keep playing great i think I, I heard from the second half of baylor until you know really the first half of uh, the first half of the kansas state game which is really a, a game there that that mattered i would say is 66 and 10 they're ahead 66 to 10 in those four quarters you know they kind of just coasted there at the end of the kansas state game And then obviously had to – the first half of the Baylor game was just atrocious. Sorry, I'm taking a drink of coffee out of my Cyclone mug here. So, all right. So defense, just keep doing your thing. Play good, solid. Don't give up the big plays. Take advantage of turnover situations if they present itself. uh, Force a fumble. Get some pressure. Uh, Will McDonald needs to just keep, keep playing out of his mind. Make them hold him or he'll get to the quarterback, Mike Rose, continue playing at, you know, the all big 12, all American level. And then back on the back end, those corners just keep playing and the safeties keep playing. Um, I think the defense is just super, super solid and just needs to continue doing their job, you know, give up under 20 and I like our chances. And then, um, You know, and then special teams just have to be good again. You know, I I don't expect the Cyclones to be outstanding on special teams. That's just not, unfortunately, it's not the way uh, the Cyclones play. Uh, But, you know, Connor, Sally make the kicks that are presented to himself. Uh, You know, punts, you know, don't give up big returns. Kickoffs, don't give up returns. And then, you know, kickoff return has been really, really good. I'd like to see Kene get a good one. And then punt returns, all we do is just try to catch the ball and not lose field position. So, again, Gray's eyes will be back there, just catch the ball and put the Cyclones in chance to be successful there. So, overall, I like the Cyclones' chances. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be, you know, a nail-biter. I'm going to take the Cyclones 35-31 and essentially punch their ticket to the Big 12 title game. It will be big-time celebration in Cyclone Country, Cyclone Nation, um, and it just sets up, you know, just – and then the next game's your biggest game, and then the next game's your biggest game, and then the next game's your biggest game. Um, and, you know, that's what Coach Campbell talked about when he got here is playing for championships, and they are doing that. They, they have done that really two of the last three years, a couple of years ago. They went to Austin kind of in the same situation they weren't – you weren't as high, but it, it would have kept them in the conversation for the Big 12 title game. But uh, they went down there and got p- beat pretty handily. And I, and I hope that a lot of these players played in that game. And so we're, we're just that much more mature and that much more, you know, headstrong and mentally strong and physically strong and know what it takes to be successful on the highest level. So I have super confidence in it. Cyclones play well, they will win. I really do. I think they're just as good, if not maybe even a little bit better uh, team than Texas. Uh, but that does not mean they come out on top with a win. But I have them winning 35-31. Now let's transition to basketball. Um, it really started yesterday, a lot of basketball games yesterday. But Iowa State does not start until Sunday at noon against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Um, really the biggest thing with basketball is there's just lots of question marks so many new faces. Um, and that's been a real issue the last few years for, for coach Prom is just his, his, uh, roster retention and roster development. Now, some of it's not his fault. I think when he, when he recruited, uh, Tyrese Halliburton and, uh, um, the, Oh, I can't remember his name there. The, the, he was, uh, Kid out of Chicago, that just won a championship with the Lakers. I, I didn't think he he thought that those would be a one and done, and a two and done uh, players. Uh, so that, and then Lindell Wigginton as well. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker is that the guy I was thinking of? Uh, but then, and Lindell Wigginton were all really good recruits and high recruits uh, have all left. Um, so he could have retained a couple of those, I, I think he got two years out of Halbert and that was the most he's going to get out of him. Um, but it would, have, it would have been really nice to have uh, Wigginton and Taylor Horton Tucker again this last year, but you can't blame people for wanting to go and, and make money playing basketball when they can't in college. Um, you know, hopefully um, the, the returning players and the new players have gotten better. Um, I believe there's four freshmen on this team uh, and they're going to need each and every one of them to be able to contribute Um, You know, kind of the biggest question mark is the local product, uh, Xavier Foster at Oskaloosa there. Um, You know, one of the top big men in the country. I know he's battled some injuries and just adjusting to college and everything. So it'll be interesting to see how much he plays right away. Uh, I hope uh, he is doing everything he needs to do to be able to play and contribute um, and, you know, get in there for George Condit and Solomon Young. Uh, In short spurts and then obviously show, especially at the beginning of the year, you know, short spurts, four or five minutes, get in and out of the lineup and then prove himself in those in those times. And then as the season progresses, more and more playing time, Uh, I really do think that college basketball might be a little bit better suited for him. He wants to go outside and shoot it. Um, And I would say it has two other big guys that, that are inside players that aren't outside players. So he might be able to find that spot. Where he'll be able to, to take out um, an inside defender out to the three point line and open up the, the lane for the rest of the offense. So he has a place uh, for the Cyclones, and it'll just be real interesting to see what happens with that, um, especially with the local product. And, you know, just always keeping an eye on that. Um, it was good to see Bowen Bourne yesterday for Northern Iowa. They, they ended up losing, uh, but he started his first game there at UNI and, and those local kids and, and a little bit smaller schools and stuff. You, you want to see them be successful as possible. Drake with a big win yesterday at Kansas state, uh, Garrett Stutz uh, out of Newton had a great had a double, double great game. And, and again, I remember, I know when I coached in a tumble there watching him play football and it was just, he was just really, really good. And I know he's even a better basketball player, um, you know, um, you know, just kind of going through the roster here, uh, returners, George Condit, uh, Rashir Bolton, Solomon Young, Trey Jackson has been injured. But those four guys need to step up, uh, be leaders on the team, you know, show everybody what it takes to do, be and, and be successful doing Cyclone basketball. And then, you know, hopefully all just got a little bit better at their craft, you know, uh, Bolton is going to be the point guard and he's going to be relied upon uh, to score a lot of points. I was kind of interested. I saw this, that he was, he's a seventh leading um, scorer in the big 12 last year. And that kind of went by the wayside. So, you know, expect him to be a top five scorer in the big 12 this year. Um, Solomon Young is going to be steady. He's going to be a good presence down low. Trey Jackson hopefully comes back from that injury relatively soon. Uh, is a good guard, uh, play, you know, both the point and the off guard and and do what's asked of him. Um, And then George Condit just needs to keep getting better. He's got potential uh, to be a pro um, and just, you know, do a little bit more rebounding, a little bit more scoring every time. Transfers, uh, Coleman lands from DePaul. I think he is expected, I'm expecting him to be one of Iowa State's best players this year. He is a grown man. He's like 23 years old. Mm And I think that really helps in a team that is as young as this is and with so many new players. He's been there, done that in college basketball, and I expect him to have a big, big season for the Cyclones. And if the Cyclones want to have the success that they want, he has to have a big year. Uh, the Her- Tyler Harris out of Memphis. Um is, you know, he's a little, but he's a good guard, and, I, and I've heard he's been shooting lights out in practice and everything. So, again, that is another just key component. You know, he was – Memphis was a top program last year and has been the last few years, and he just kind of got recruited over. Um, but uh, we'll go there from there with that. And then uh, I think the this Javon Johnson, who was there last year, a transfer from Troy, uh, redshirted last year. Um, expect him to be a big contributor as well. Then the, you know, then the freshman here, uh, Dudley Blackwell, Xavier Foster, Jaden Walker, and then Dunbar, his, his first name is kind of kind of different there. You know, expect all four of those. Um, you know, Walker and Blackwell are, are super interesting guys. Um, Foster, if he can find his place and get uh, ready and acclimated to uh, the college uh, setting. I expect him to be uh thing. And then the Dunbar kid is I'm a little bit less. I just don't know as much about him, uh, but those four guys are, need to play to their potential as, as much as they're ready to this early in their college careers for the Cyclones to reach their ceiling. You know, just kind of my season preview for the Cyclones. I want them to, you know, kind of, hold serve at Hilton Coliseum the best they can. It's going to be super weird with no fans there, you know, just very little, just a few hundred fans each game. And then, you know, it's going to be hard on the road. They're, they're not experienced, uh, but I want them to have a better record than last year and contend for the postseason uh, tournaments. You know, I, I do not think they're going to be an NCAA tournament team, obviously with the pandemic and everything going on, postseason is going to look different, but if it was a regular season, I would say want them, you know, in the conversation for the NIT and those uh, other postseason tournaments besides the NCAA tournament, just to get a few more games here, Um, you know, 500, you know, a few games over, I think is about as best I can expect out of this team. I hope I am wrong. I hope coach Prome and his assistants have coached the heck out of these guys. And they're going to surprise some people, but until we see it, I'm just a little bit hesitant on making some big outlandish predictions for this cycle and basketball season. But as of today on Thanksgiving, they are playing basketball. So that's a win right now. Uh, anytime you can play a game and get your team out on the court and, and watch those kids uh, play and, and realize their dreams. Most of them, you know, dream of playing in college and stuff like that, that, it would just—it's just great to see, um, you know, sports happening and, and letting those people entertain us on the TV, even though we cannot be there in person. I think that's kind of really about enough for today. Um, again, everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family and your time, however that is—virtually or in person—this weekend. And we'll talk to you later. And again, as always, go Cyclones. Thank you for listening to Morgan The For Podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe if you want to hear more episodes from Morgan The For Podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas or anything, please contact me at Morgan, asked Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at RyanMorgan34.